What's going on, everyone? I'm trying to get the natural enthusiasm that I usually have in my voice. I'm quitting cigarettes this week, so my serotonin is very low. But we're going to keep this shit going. I'm extremely excited for this episode, so that's just going to keep me going through this. We got a great talk this week, an incredible interview, and I want to give you guys a little backstory so you understand you know, how I know Chico, who's our guest, and you know how things got to where they are now. So when I was about 20... I got incredibly lucky and was working at Red Distribution, which is a distribution company of Sony Music. And I don't know how the fuck I got this job, to be completely honest with you guys. I, it like fell into my lap, and I proved myself really quickly. I was working for the SVP, Senior Vice President of Product Development. So he basically came to me, and he was like, look, man, uh, you like music? I'm like, yeah. He's like, what kind of music do you like? I'm like, hip-hop, rap. He's like, bring me some hip-hop and rap artists that you like that are good. You know what I mean? He prefaced that shit. He's like, bring me good artists. So I'm looking through the catalog of what I listen to and everything. And I'm pretty sure I heard, I was listening to the song Threats. And I was like, oh, let me see if he fucks with Young Simi. Show him the music. Obviously, he thought it was sick. So I reach out, you know, cold emailed his management. And lo and behold, instantly get a response. The, de- the decree, the definition of professionalism. This man got back to me in no less than an hour. And, um, you know, we set up the meeting and uh, they came to the office and then walked Young Simi and his manager, Chico. And after that, man, the rest is history. Chico is nothing less than professional. He always treated me with dignity and respect. And we just started building from there, man. Like, you know, it was it was family from that point on. The man's a, he's a great dude and he's a great businessman. So just to kind of give you a little list of his credits, he's the CEO of the Aviator Group. It's a management company where he represents Reezy Renegade, Antonio Brown, Young Simi, the Renegades, Johnny Hopkins, and he's also worked with Foreign Tech and Lil Lodi. And he's placed over 119 major records with people from DJ Khaled to Meek Mill, Rick Ross, Young Dolph, French Montana, Pusha, K-Camp, Fabulous, Schoolboy Q, Tory Lanez. The list goes on. This dude has a fucking fabulous career, and uh, I'm really fortunate to have him here. Chico, I'm eternally grateful that you came on the show, man. You already know it's all love. Continued success and blessings to you and your family, man. You all deserve it, and I can't wait to see where you guys go from here. And um, thank you all for stopping in and listening again. To go on with the caliber of the interview, I wanted to match it with music that could match the excellence of the conversation we're about to have. So... To entertain you guys even more, I've included the music of Julio Slim. You can find out more about him on his Instagram page. You can find links to both his and Chico's in the description. And as always, if you fuck with this week's episode, please like, comment, subscribe. It'll help me get further with the podcast. It'll help me get in algorithms. It'll help me increase my fan base. All that shit makes my life a little easier and it makes it easier for me to continue the podcast. So fuck with me, rock with me, ride with me, and enjoy another week of living with Will. I got the trees like sycamore, go to Mee's liquor store I was trying to show you subtleties, you ain't pick up on Blink and you missed it all, thankful you get involved Throwing caution to the wind, that's why niggas getting robbed Quit the streets and get a job, or twist your fingers with the mob I did a market switch, they came out with Slim O'Bob Slim was about to catch a charge, and fuck around and call the charge A nigga had the lawyer up 
Got a couple pending cases. Wake up in the morning, pray to East. Boy, I tie my laces. Roll me up a J and face it. Nothing in this life is given. Nigga, see the chance and take it. I don't see no competition. I am everything you isn't. Partly cause your flow is basic. You can send me your location. I come through and hit the play. My people thirst for information. So the water free to lay. Everything gon' be okay. I wanted to see the okay. I sold more grams and gym weights. So my pockets been straight. Circumstance lies like Ferdinand Magellan. We was told, but I chose to overstand. You will never understand. On the corner selling grams at the hustle stand. Wait from the muscle man. I didn't serve my uncle, man. Turn around and serve my cousin, man. I had to stop because I love you, man. This drug shit'll crush you. This what we go through in the struggle. Aspiration to drive bubbles and getting ratchet women to love you. That's a fool's fix. Careful who you cool with. From a distance, can't tell who's which. Sniffers hitting eight balls like pool sticks. Niggas like, who's this? About to make a cool flip. Trying to make a smooth grip. Man, this nigga blew up like a cool crib. Ratting ass nigga, loose lips. Never would have thought he done this. Fuck around and shot nip. So let me let me take us back to the beginning. Um, you know, you've you've had a very successful career in the music industry, but I think it's important for people starting out to hear about the beginning. So how'd you get into the music industry to begin with? Um, around two thousand and nine. Well, actually, 2008, you know, I had formed a, a record label with um, with Reezy Renegade, and, um, you know, it w- we was in college, and, um, you know, um, I was just signing whoever I wanted to sign, homies, whatever. We ended up becoming popular around campus, and then um, we had signed some artists, some local artists around the city, which um, one of the dudes is YD the best. And, um, you know, he's working with AB now. Um, but um, it was in a group, and we had the label, and, you know, we started making some moves, gaining some momentum, making noise. And, you know, um, we caught the eye of DJ Smalls, so as far as the producers, the renegades. And, um, you know, right after that, we kind of started messing around with Smalls and started working with him and traveling and, you know, meeting new people. And um, he kind of showed us the ropes of the game a little bit in the beginning. It was it was a label called Fear Factor Music Group, but that meant all that all that was like just a temporary thing. That's just you know the homie that we was rocking with at the moment. Right. But uh, long story short, you know we started you know just rocking with some Florida artists, and it kind of got the attention of Khaled. 
Ace Hood being one, and um, that's when uh, Renegade signed to We The Best, and then we started working with Khaled, and then that's when, you know, uh, everything started happening as far as, you know, the hit records coming in and, you know, meeting the new people. It, it started with that vibe right there, but we was determined, you know, since 2009, really 2008, but we didn't really go nowhere at that year, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was it? What was it like working work, working with DJ Khaled and working with We the Best? How did that How did that kind of inform where you'd go? Um, it was awesome, you know. Um, so you know, you, we're, you, we were young, like nineteen. You know, um, one of the other renegades was, was nineteen as well, and um, Reezy was a little older. I think he was twenty at the time, and uh, twenty to twenty one, and. Um, you know, we were just trying to get in the game. So being around a dude like Khaled at the time, you know, he didn't have our mom one or nothing. It wasn't the Snapchat Khaled. This is before. He still had hit records, and he still was like, the, you know, he still that dude. So um, just seeing his hunger every night, going to the studio every night, seeing how he, you know, makes phone calls, um, how he fights for his, his, his label, his team, um, his music in particular, and um, just seeing the hunger, you know, keep asking me, you know, where the money at? You know, when I'm young, you know, I'm like, you know, you got all the money, you know, like, why are you asking me that? But, you know, now that I'm older and I look back on it, you know, it's a form of like, you know, staying hungry, like where the money at, where the money at, Chico, where, where the money at, Renegade, you know what I'm saying? Just, just um, like stay hungry, no matter how much money you have, stay hungry. And that's kind of what I took from him, you know, um looking back and stuff like that so other than that you know Khaled Khaled was a good dude to work with we was always around you know little Wayne Birdman uh MMG he had future around it, it was a good environment you know mm-hmm. and so how did you kind of go from working with him to to going off and kind of making your own imprint on the industry um well really you just learning from him mm-hmm. and um you know, learning also from Birdman and the YMCMB crew and how they operate. And, um, you know, I always wanted to be a person, like I told you, in, in college we had a record label, so I always wanted to own a record label. Um, if I'm going to do music, that's what I want to do. Uh, management management kind of just fell into place. I really didn't want to be a manager. It just so happened. But... Um, as time went on, you know, I just started owning, you know, I got my own company, uh, Aviator Group, the Aviator Group, and it's a management company, and I started that company first, and I've been, that company has been going on since 2012, mm-hmm. so uh, I just decided, you know, we was with Cali for six years, so I just, I decided to, um, you know, uh, do my own thing as far as, like, being me, you know, as a manager, uh, my own executive, whatever in the future, that just, I had that vision, you know, coming in, you know, being a boss, you know, just, I want to run my own, I don't really, like, like, the thing is about, like, working for someone, that's fine, that's cool, but I don't really like working for someone, if that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Completely, I think that's why we always got along so well, we're like-minded in that way. Yeah, it's nothing against nobody. It's just that I'm not gonna be working for someone, um, and you know, I, I, if I'm working for someone, whoever whoever that someone is is gonna reap all the benefits, and it's up to that someone 
to share the, the, the pie. And I'm not saying that Khaled didn't do that or nothing like that, but I don't want to be in a situation where I work so hard for someone else to, you know, make the decision whether I got to eat or I get some money. I want to be treating people the right way. And I want everyone to feel happy if they're going to rock with me or my people. So the only way you can do that is if you control it. And then the only way you control it is if you own it. So that's kind of my mentality. It's really nothing against no one or no one did anything to no one. It's all love. Everyone's family. It's just that we just got a boss mentality mindset that we want to do exactly what they want to do. I love that, man. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. Um. You, you make sure to add to the fact that there there's no there's no bad blood or anything. This is, is just who you are and what you have to do. But I appreciate you speaking with that intention and making sure no one takes your words and, and goes a different direction with them. Yeah, it's all love. But like I said, it's, it's just uh, we wanted to branch out and do our own thing as any other person. It, you know, we're talking like 2010 when the Renegade signed to Khaled. So we're talking almost 10 years ago, or basically 10 years ago. And, um, you know, that's a whole different era of, 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 like, music. But this era of music, this generation, is the same mentality that we had 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. No, and I mean, and the past 10 years have, have really taken you along a crazy path. So, so you went from We The Best working with them. How did you end up working with Young Simi and, and working with the Raider Clan guys? So I had a studio in Hialeah that I was sharing with my um, friend from high school, and um, I was uh, I had an artist at the time. His name was Cashy, and uh, he knew Simi. And this is a Miami thing, you know, rappers know each other. And um, I didn't really know who Simi was, so I had to look him up. And um, you know, Renegade, Reezy Renegade told me Renegade told me about him. Like, you know, these guys are coming up. It was a song named Threats that was popping. Mm-hmm. And long story short, he ended up, Simi ended up coming to my studio to meet, uh, to meet Cashy. And, um, you know, it was just from there, like, we just decided to, like, work together. He liked my work ethic. I like his work ethic. And we just decided to work together and um, build from there and build his brand along with building my resume and my contact you know, just to get shit done as a manager. And um, that's kind of how it happened, to be honest with you. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's, it's just like a vibe, you know? Yeah, definitely. No, it's so funny because when we met, so we, I think we met in what, 2016 is when, when all that stuff was happening at Red, before you ended up with The Orchard. Um, but it's always funny because I, I I didn't know you well enough. I thought that you started hanging out and, and running with Reezy Renegade after Young Simi. It's it's interesting to hear that Reezy Renegade's actually always been in the picture with you. Yeah, I actually uh, went to high school for like a, a year or two with Renegade. Um, and then uh, he ended up going to high school at Everglades, which is a whole other high school. I think Tory Lane was over there at that time. or He knew Tory Lane, something like that. But uh, he went to a whole different um, high school for a couple years. But I actually knew him since high school. That's we wild. To, we reunited in college. Yeah, that's um, it's it's crazy to me how small the world can be. Um, 
I mean, in every industry. But to hear that he went to school with Tory Lanez, you went to high school with him, reconnecting college, and he introduces you to Simi. It's just wild how um, how all these things kind of fall into each other. Yeah, I mean, you know, God works in mysterious ways. You <laughs> yeah, know, well put. I look at it. Yeah, definitely. Well, let, so as far as Reezy Renegade, man, I, you guys have have had a tremendous amount of success. Uh, largely in part two, I mean, the dude's clearly incredibly talented, but the song Lottery with K-Camp, um, I'll never forget when you when you started posting about it on Instagram and sent that shit to me. The first second I heard it, I was like, this song is going to be platinum. Like, this is a hit right here. And um, and it kind of went, and it went crazy. But I'm curious, like, did you guys know when you were recording it or or when did you realize like this is this is different than than some of the other stuff we worked on honestly we didn't i mean honestly like when you know the beat the bass is different you know so we knew always that it's different Mm -hmm. and um we didn't really you know i i i had i had like told camp you know hit up renegade he's in new york i wasn't in new york at the time camp ended up linking with renegade and they ended up going to the studio and so I wasn't in the room at the time, but when I heard the, the record that, you know, because they sent it to me right after, I was like, you know, this is a dope record. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I didn't really think of anything of it, and I don't think the guys did either. It just all happened organically. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a different record from what Camp usually has and puts out. And I think, like, you know, thanks to all the TikTok people and Jelaya, um, you know, it worked. Everything started going organically, and that's just how it went. But uh, I mean, we always knew it was different. We always knew it hit different. And, and you know, honestly, to be honest with you, I put Renegade up with any producer in the industry in the room, and I believe Renegade will come out a winner as far as the beat battle or whatever. I honestly really think that any dude, any person, any person, any producer. Yeah, I really I think. I always thought that. Yeah, I, I think that we're uh we're in for for a wild career, man. I mean, I'm obviously don't know him nearly as well as you do, but I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree. I think that he definitely can go toe to toe with anyone, um, and that be definitely a testament to that. And you spoke on briefly the 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 role that TikTok played in that. I want to kind of touch on that because it's 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 not like the newest platform of all time now, but it's still relatively new. It's still kind of in its infancy, so. Can you speak on a little bit how the role that that played kind of in the explosion of the song? I think it played a big role. Um, I think it was the main factor of why it blew up, to be honest with you. Uh, the song was dope in general, but, I mean, until it started catching up on TikTok and, you know, the kids started eating it up, I just feel like that's what really elevated the lottery to the next level. Because, I mean, it was, um, it was gold. It wasn't gold, and then it started going gold when the TikTok started happening, and now we almost platinum, I think. Yeah. We basically are. I don't know. I got to check, but we're almost there, or if not, we ain't there already. And um, I think TikTok played a huge role. It was something new for all of us. None of us knew what the hell it was, even, even camp. So. How did that you know, happen? It was organic. <laughs> you know, when you make hits only, that's what happens. Yeah, no, and... It's it's the truth, man. That's and you you make a great reference to your company hits only. Like it's a well named company, man. Because that's that's what's happening right now. It's exclusively hits. <laughs> no, I appreciate that, man. Um, hits only is a is a label that is mine and, and Renegades that we co own it, and um, 
we we do uh, have a deal with Empire and Tina Davis and a partnership with Charlie Walk. So and um, Gazi, you know, that's his Empire's his his thing. So Gazi, Tina Davis, Charlie Walk, they're a part of the team now. Um, you know, this is after Orchard, Sony Orchard. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the Sony Orchard staff and Jay Adino for you know they're the ones who have got us over there too. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just uh, it's only we're, we're a new label that's given opportunity to everyone. Like I told you, like you know how I see people operating in the past and certain people, you know, you know wasn't getting paid or certain things. I I don't I don't want to do that. That was another reason why I wanted to own a label because I don't want to mistreat anyone. I want to make sure everyone's happy. So uh, it's a label that we distribute. We uh. Give you production, management, anything you need, PR, press, marketing. Um, whether we do it under Empire, whether we do it under another company like Video, whatever. Um, you know, we're gonna make it happen for your career. So that's what Hits Only is, and we've been screaming that since like 2012. Hits Only. It was just something. It was like a hashtag that Renegade had made up, and it was just something he always said. But I liked it, so we always just ran with it. But then when it was time to come up with a label, we had so many, like a label name, we had so many names. And we were just like, man, why don't we just do hits only? Because that's what we really about. We don't, you know, we don't want to do underground stuff, underground. We want to be straight commercial, straight hits, things that change everyone's life around us, you know? And that's basically, we was like, man, hits only uh, entertainment, it's only music, and then, you know, the acronyms like H-O-E, so mm. we don't want to be called hoes or anything like that, so that hits only music entertainment, H-O-M-E, like home team, mm-hmm. like come home, you know? Love that. So that's kind of what it is, it's only music, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, and I love seeing you guys do it, man. It's it's wild to see the growth. Like, I I got to see you kind of in the, in the middle of, you know, because you, you – I think you said you left We The Best in 2010. It's now 2020. I think me and you met in 2015. So I got to no, catch... We, uh, we signed the... Uh, Renegades were signed to Calden in 2010. We left in 2016. Okay, so I met you during... I met you during the time that you were still there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, shit, still, man. I mean, it's still... It's a, it's an honor to be able to uh, to say that I know you, man, and to kind of have seen this seen this path of, of yours kind of unfurling um it's been really cool man to kind of be an outsider to it but like i i really appreciate the time i got to spend in music because i met people like you man and i wanted to ask you like are there any words of advice that you would give if like let's say like a 16 year old chico was listening to this do you have any words of advice for for the younger kids kind of coming up in the and that want to be on the executive side of the music industry Number one, you gotta work hard. A lot of, lot of um, nights with no sleep. A lot of nights where you're in um, places that you don't feel comfortable in, or you're not used to being in. Um, and if you're, when you're coming up, you know you're the little man in, in, in the room at all times because you're, the, you're technically the rookie. So you gotta learn, listen, watch. Don't try to be too cool, and just play your part. And you know things will come in, and as people see you more. Cause that's what the industry's all about. They'll become more comfortable to give you a role, or, or if you handle your role, if you did have a role and you handling it well, then they'll see that and they'll give you more opportunity. But um, just you gotta, you gotta really want it, and you gotta really like deal with a lot of like stress and um, back and forth with lawyers, and it, it, it's not an easy job. 
it's very stressful at times, but it's also a blessing because, you know, my office can be anywhere at any point, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't have to be in a, in a closed space or anything. But, um, yeah, I mean, just work hard. Really have a vision. Know what you want. And the hardest part is not starting. The hardest part is keeping things together. That's mm-hmm. the hardest part. Damn, well said, man. Yeah, and speak to kind of, uh, and now that you've kind of given them kind of the ways to get into it, uh, speak to a little bit where it's taken you, man. I've seen you jet-setting around the world. Um, talk about, if you if you can, like some of the experiences that you've had. I, I saw you were in, uh, were you in Spain recently or Portugal, was it? I see you've been everywhere, bro. Uh, I saw you in Greece. Yeah, I was in Greece. Um, I love Greece. Greece is beautiful. I'm half Greek. So uh, I went to my motherland just to see what's up with it. Love and I love it over there. It's beautiful, and um, you know Europe. Europe's awesome. You know, uh, Simi had a chance to tour Europe, so it was dope. Canada, you know, good. But when you when you're in a way overseas or in a foreign country, you know, it's always a blessing. And the music definitely brought you there. It's definitely a blessing. But um, I was there this last time just chilling. So nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love you know, that. Away. Did you did you ever live in Greece or were you are you always been from the U.S. Are you from Florida originally? Yeah, um, you know, born and raised South Florida. Uh, my dad, he's that's where my Greek side comes from, and my Colombian side uh, comes from my mom. Okay. Never lived in Greece. None of uh, my my grandfather lives in Greece now, um, but uh, my dad ended up staying here. He was born in Pittsburgh. So uh, he got his own company, so he just focused over here. Um, eventually, I want to buy a crib in Greece, condo, something. You know, I love Greece or Italy, something over there. Love that. Now, so, I mean, you said that your dad has a company, so I, I see where, like, the roots in, uh, like, for you being an executive come from. But was there any musical influence from your family, or did that just come from friends growing up? No. Well, uh, I heard my grandfather in Colombia was uh, in a in a jazz band, and um, you know this is this is like this is like nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, you know, in mm. Colombia though. And um, I, so I think that's why I get my music side from it. But I think I really get my hustle from my father. I see him wake up when I was a kid every day, five in the morning. He's uh works. He has his own company, does construction, tree trimming, landscaping. So I see him get up every day five in the morning, five thirty, take an hour of his time to get ready and leave around like six, six fifteen to go pick up his workers and be be at a job site at seven. See him do it every day, seven days a week, just to provide for the family. Um, down here in Florida, you know, the sun beam, we're the sunshine state, so mm-hmm. you know, you looking at like ninety five, hundred degree weather every day. He's been doing it for almost fifty years. So I think that's where I get my hustle from. I think that's where I get my inspiration from as far as to keep going. And um, till this day, he's still doing it. He's older now, but he just loved it so much. He ain't going to leave. So um, just seeing him, like, have determination. Because he always told me, you know, company is what you make it. Mm. So if you make it, if you put 100% into it, your company is going to be legit. If you put half half of your energy to it, your company's gonna be half-assed. So, I always put my all into it, just like he did. And, um, you know, you learn it, you live and you learn as you have a company. 
and that's just where it goes. But I think uh, the music influence comes from my grandfather. The hustle comes from my father. I think that's that's what it is. Yeah, man, it's really interesting how um, most people I speak to, there's there's always a root in, in family, you know, um, and I think that that always puts us on our path, like almost every musician I know, at some, at some point in their family history or someone down the line was musically inclined or, you know, and as far as you like being inspired by your father, he has the work, I mean, I see the work ethic in you, man, when I was at Sony, you were always the first, you know what I mean, first person to respond first person to call like you you your work speaks for itself man and it's no surprise that you're finding success in it no i appreciate that man i appreciate that we we definitely came a long way from the sony days yeah it's crazy i it's so weird looking back on it i saw a picture of me the other day like we we, we were kids man we were really just kids like but but like we had we had wisdom about how this shit works that uh it's still it's still with me even though I'm not working there anymore. I still I still pull from the same place. Yeah, no, I like what you got going on with this um this you know this the radio podcast all this thing. I I, I like that man. Um, you know, it seems like you found a passion in it. Definitely. No, I I I really appreciate that man. I'm trying to I'm trying to just create a platform where, cause you know like I um I really enjoy my life, man. Like I've enjoyed meeting people like you and coming down to Miami and going to the studio with you and Young Simi, seeing, like, Slump God and X's tags on the walls and shit. Like, I, it's provided me a life that I want to be able to share with people. And, like, you know, um, the relationships that I've forged with people like you are what drive me to do new shit. So I'm trying to kind of expose that to an audience. You know, not everybody gets the gets the uh, ability or the privilege to meet someone like Chico. So I want to give them that space that I've had, hopefully then that inspires them to go and do shit like we've done, you know? Or like do or even outdo us, you know? Like that would be sick. I'd love to see someone listen to our interview and go out and, and become the next big fucking you know, the best music industry executive ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, it's just hard work. Money and politics, thinking about my accomplishments. Certain shit need a polish. I probably go back to college. Look at me now, counterparts wonder how a nigga walk with a smile when niggas counting me out. Hate it without a doubt. We yelling and shouting, the streets needed to snow, so I came back through with a mountain. Juan Porter, the hustler, serving quarters to customers. Only clutch if you busting and never whip out for nothing. Always I'm up to something, just in case you was wondering. Always sunny in Washington, nigga, go get the money. It's funny, I recollect, awaiting our reconnection. I know you holding your breath, I hope you placing your bets. Put it all on. A winner, humble, a born sinner. I sell my brother this poison and then go buy me some dinner. All I ask is forgiveness on this road to riches. I know the streets is vicious, but I just need you to listen. I'm searching for the consistent, and it's distant. That's a distance. Pay attention. Yeah. Got these iconic sounds coming through the airways. Yeah. yeah. It felt like some, some real classic. So, 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 but don't you agree? Got shorty in the background singing this shit, sizing the nigga, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Educated myself, I traded in on my Nikes and got me some Jack for sales. Nigga, I'm living well. Swell sell them, giving a hell tell them niggas. I went and did it myself. Slim, who is him? I, just a criminal. When you turn on your cable, you see the way that they label you. Only show you who favor you if it's catering to what they've been trying to prove. But won't show when they murder you. Never heard of you, plus the government serving you. About to take a sabbatical. I need some time off. Seeking actual factuals, crazy that real is radical. Then they don't like your attitude. How much your time costs? I spent this time lost. Wandering through the wilderness, another line cross. Nigga, turn your mind off. Hey, where you find soft? This good. I think I need some. 28 grand, about to re up. like some old classic shit from, from 96 or something, <laughs> you know what I mean, Jay-Z on reasonable doubt, you know what I mean, yeah, feeling like I found my pocket, like I'm, like I'm already a star, like I'm on or something, you know what I'm saying, yeah, and right now, we're tuned to Tone Jones and the Tone Nets, yeah, I'ma just, just wanna vibe with you, man. I want y'all to vibe with me, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. There ain't too much stunting on nothing, man. We just rolling up that shit, puffing on that cruise. You feel me? working with someone, I'm working with someone, so I had to learn that, but, um, 
you know, a lot of managers are like, kind of like play a role if you don't know what you're doing and you can't bring anything to the table then you kind of play like an assistant manager role Mm -hmm. and that's something I didn't want to fall into so I made sure I went out and I got contacts and connections and and all of of that you know what I'm saying and that's why I go back to say a lot of sleepless nights a lot of like determination a lot of nights where you're in the studio till 10 in the morning and you was there at like 6 p.m. that the day before um i went to the club a lot just to meet people i don't i don't, I don't like to, to party too much or go to the club i just went to go meet people you know go meet artists and that's how i met a lot of these artists and you know was through through parties clubs so, mm-hmm. social social being social you know so um that's what you got to do to be a manager you got to have contact you got to have connections you got to take trips to la trips to new york Find the talent, bring them to A and R. Meet meet some people at staff in different labels. Meet the staff in different labels, and you have to know people, and you have to know like booking people. It's not just label people. You have to know booking people to get your artist booked. Um, you have to know like touring managers to get your artists on tour. The festival people, like, you gotta know it all. Not only like you know if your artist needs to go get a feature from Lil Baby you need to go get Lil Baby and you need to find a way how to get in contact with them or whatever so you gotta know relationships is key and that's why I always you know make sure the relationships are there for me and there's no uh, bridges burned at all you feel me? Definitely no I really appreciate what you're saying man and I, I, I look forward to people hearing this because if you know I feel like the uh, it's it's a shame because I feel like a, a sad reality is a lot of artists don't get the success that they deserve because them and their teams don't understand what the business is like. You know, like the the music is there. I, there's so much talent in this on this planet, but you know the uh, the business there's is a, tough. There's a, lot, there's a lot of there's a lot of like stuff that goes on like. You know, there's artists that sit there. I heard it all. Like, there's artists that sit there and act like, you know, they got a high ego, act like they make hit records, but they really make okay music. And then they're sitting there telling you, yo, get me a check. Yo, do this. Yo, do that. It's just like, bro, you got to get yourself a check, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to make the right music. It's a, I don't, I'm not the one going in the booth. I'm providing good beats for you and you and you giving me trash lyrics. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, you know, you expecting the world for me. So those are the type of artists that usually never will make it mm-hmm. until they understand what this game really, you know, what it really takes to, to make it in this in this game. And you have to really know that it's patience and your manager is only going to do, like your manager is going to go off the momentum that you create. Mm-hmm. So if you out here making a dope tape and it's a good strategy, y'all put a good strategy, you put it out, and it creates noise. And you're listening to to your manager. You got to be here. You got to be here at 8 a.m. Or you got to be here at 6 a.m. Or you got to do this. You and you got to do that. You know, don't don't be like late or nothing like that. Try to make it. You know, but when you get bigger, that's when you can do things on your own time. You feel me? But Definitely. when you're trying to make it, you gotta. You gotta follow protocol, and you gotta like understand what's really going on. And you know, if you if you guys are doing things as a team the right way, then your manager, if he's a good manager, he'll get you booked. 
So mm-hmm. find a way to get you booked. Like I found a way to get semi booked, you know. And um, you know, uh, you gotta have good people around you that want to win too, because it, it, it's not just the manager and the artist. Mm-hmm. No, that's but, um, that's yeah. Speak to that a little bit. You were you were emphasizing the importance of of having a good relationship with your lawyer. Um, and I don't think people talk about or know enough about why that's important. So is that what, could you speak on that a little bit? Um. Well, a lawyer is very important. I mean, we I know how to read. I'm I, I'm pretty sure everyone else knows how to read too, and. You know, these words and phrases that they put in these contracts can become very confusing. So you got to, like, really, like, understand it. So right. if you, and don't play yourself. Like, if you, if you don't understand it, it's nothing wrong with that. You're not, nothing's wrong with you. That's what a lawyer's for. So make sure that you have a lawyer that looks out for you. Make sure y'all are friends. Make sure y'all are cool. Make sure it's not just, like, a money thing with your lawyer, like, Cause I'm gonna just be real. Like when we did a deal, you know, with um, with uh, we the best, you know, um, things weren't really the right way for 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 renegades, you know. And um, as far as certain things, and it was leaning towards you know, the the we the best party, which is normal. That's what all contracts are like. Right. It's up to you to make sure and negotiate that this is what you want. Exactly. And. And we had a bad lawyer at that moment, and he's telling us, you know, this is a good look. You should do this. You should do that. And, I mean, um, you know, there were certain things that we would want to change looking back at it. But, you know, like I said, we were young, and this is a lawyer that was presented to us. And, you know, coming to find out after certain things, you know, oh, damn, he didn't explain this to us. He didn't say this to us. Not saying that, you know, nothing was wrong, but there's certain things that we would want to protect us, like phrases or clauses or whatever. And, you know, it just wasn't in there. And it, it affects your, your money. It, it affects your, your career and your life. Because let's just say if we didn't want to be we the best after a certain amount of years, then that would have been a problem. But mm-hmm. in this situation, you know, Khaled's family. So it's always love. So, you know, we would be with Khaled right now, but at the end of the day, we can find some type of good partnership. But, you know, I don't think he would want to do anything like that or we would want to either. So at the end of the day, like, you just got to come to a common ground with your CEO at the moment. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a good lawyer, bro, like, you know, if it's a money thing with your lawyer and, like, you just he just wants your money and he's just telling you whatever, then he might not have your best interest and... You gotta understand, like, if I'm paying a lawyer and the lawyer telling me to do something, and I'm not taking my responsibility as a manager or or the artist or producer or whatever you are, then that's your fault. That's mm-hmm. not the lawyer's fault, you know, because you can still read, you know, you can understand it, you know. Get it. If you don't trust one lawyer, find another lawyer's advice. But you gotta make sure you're protected. So with me, my lawyer, um, his name's Matt Buser. He's a great lawyer. He's from Atlanta and lives in LA. Shout out to my boy Matt. You know, uh, he represents good people. Um, like Amber Rose, uh, Renegades, Stop Storage. He works for Steve LaBelle. He works for me, you know. Or DJ Feezy, you know. You know, I brought him some clients here and there. You know, um, I seen him grow. I remember when he was just starting. So I kind of, you know, 
I was doing music before him. I was in the game before him, but I just, you know, he's a hungry dude. So if you're hungry, I'm gonna help you no matter what you do. Right. You don't even. It don't even have to be music. So he, I thought he was hungry. I started telling people to go rock with him, and he, 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 he busted. He busted his tail for for his position. Like he, nothing was given to him, even though I like leading people. So I'm sure other people did too. But he. He got a good head on his shoulder. He's a great lawyer, and he's been doing it for a long time. And I know if I send something to him, he's really looking out for my interests. Because sometimes I don't got to, you know, sometimes I might not have to pay him. He might be like, yo, it's love. And that's how you know you got a good good relationship. But sometimes, you know, we'll help him out or whatever, you know. It's always like we'll give him a place to stay if he don't want to get a hotel, whatever. It doesn't matter. We family. Right. And that's just what it is. Your lawyer got to be family and not just uh, someone that, you know, looks at you as a checkbook. No, it's, it's true. Man. No, the, the importance of your of your circle is, is paramount, man. And I, I also want to speak to this a little bit about, so, you know, you speak you speak on, you know, people's hustle and people's grind. And um, I want to speak a little bit about where that gets you. So a lot of artists are focused on getting that budget, right, or getting that... Um, Get, just getting some money, getting in advance. From your experience, what is a, a diligent way to, let's say like someone is getting getting a budget for the first time or they're getting an advance for the first time. What's a, what's a recommendation or some advice you give to someone with managing their funds? Um, honestly, don't, don't spend it. Like, save it, save your money. You don't need to spend it, you know, one your first check unless it's like six uh six seven figures and i'm talking a big six um it's not gonna change your life you know even if it's a hundred thousand dollar check two hundred thousand dollar check it's gonna change your life a little bit for that moment but like you gotta continue to make money you know what i'm saying it's gonna go away quick Mm -hmm. so save your money learn to invest in your money there's other ways to invest in your money there's a whole bunch of ways, Forex, crypto, real estate, um, anything, other investments, you know, a bunch of ways to make money, investing in other artists, investing in music, investing in clothing, anything that you believe in. I believe in if you're going to invest in something, you got to really like it yourself. I would never invest in something I don't have a passion for. I'm just not, you know, mm-hmm. um, but that, you know, that's, that's how I feel, you know, definitely. No, and I tell people the same every day. I'm like, if you, if anyone asks me about investing or anything, I'm like, look, I don't, I don't know what you like, but whatever you are interested in, that's what you should be investing in. And you actually bring me to a to a good transition. Um, outside of music, man, like, what what are some of the things that are most important to you? What do you do like when you're not running a company? <laughs> uh, I like to chill with my family. Um, maybe take trips, take trips overseas. Just to vibe, go shopping, um, just chill. I got I got two new puppies, so I've been chilling with them. Hell um, yeah. Quarantining, you know, working remotely, you know. But other than that, just chilling. Um, I really like I really like um, I like sports, so I'm a good fanatic of sports, and um, I, I go to the beach, chill, just things like that go by with some, some homies that are outside of music that do real business and just go pick their brain 
and see what they about and how they can help me invest my money in other things. Just things like that. That's just what I do. Hell yeah, man. I love that. And and speaking of sports, dude, um, how did how did the relationship grow with Antonio Brown and his team? How did that happen? Um, so uh, AB, you know, he's a good friend. I, I rock with AB. You know, he's a good guy. Um, regardless of what anyone say, um, you know, he means well for everyone around him. He wants to win. And that's the best thing about A.B. He's hungry. He wants to win no matter what. And, um, he, you know, he hit my boy up, Mr. Neek. And um, Neek, Neek directed him to me. I, I, I don't know what that conversation was like, but they, he directed him to me. And A.B. and me just clicked. You know, we got kind of like the same personality, same, like, drive. And, and you know, in a way, you know, and, um, you know, he, he reminded me, like, just like, of just a homeboy trying to win, so, mm-hmm. and, you know, I told him, you, you take this thing seriously, because I dealt with other people, athletes, and, and celebrities, and I tried to do music, and just didn't work, if you're gonna do it, you gotta do it for real, and gotta do it the right way, and, you know, don't, don't, don't make the wrong decisions, you gotta listen to me, and listen to, to, to other people that, is in music that I brought around or you brought around and, you know, um, take advice, you know, and, um, be in that studio every day, like you do in the football field. And that man really go to the football field every morning and go to workouts a day and go record at night. Like, I, I, it's just crazy how he does it. Sometimes he'll do two, two, two studio times in a day and two workouts two, three workouts, like, he just works, so, that's what really, uh, you know, drew me to work with AB was his work ethic, and, you know, the fact that he told me that he was gonna, he was gonna take this, the, the, the music for real, so I was like, alright, let's, let's do it, I'm, I'm gonna help you out with it, so, that's how it came about, is, uh, our boy Mr. Neek, he linked us up, and, um, the rest was history for that, and he has a good song out with Rick Ross, whole lot of money. Um, for you know, regardless of what anyone say, I mean, listen, AB's cool, man. AB's a good guy, and uh, if you want to know what's up, man, listen to his music. He talk about it. Mm-hmm. No, and I'm and I'm sure you being a Steelers fan is it's like being able to you get to you get the privilege of working with some of your some of your you know as a fan of sports, man. AB's shit, yeah, legendary no, Steelers. Listen, I mean. I like the logo, like, I love players <laughs> individually, but I love the Steelers because, you know, I grew up a Steeler in a way of, my father's from Pittsburgh, so mm. that's where the connection comes from, and he's hardcore Pittsburgh all day, so, you know, I used to like players when I was a kid, my favorite player was, you know, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin, and Dion because they're from Florida, and, you know, Irvin's from Miami, so Irvin was my favorite player. But uh, as I got older, I started, you know, when Irvin left and all that, Troy Aikman, that whole team left, you know, I kind of like, all right, well, I don't really, I'm not a fan of like an individual player no more. So I just went with what my dad liked. And he was a Steelers fan, Penguins and uh, Pirates. So that's what I am all day. And, you know, if the Pittsburgh had a basketball team, I'd be that too. 
fuck but yeah. I'm a Miami Heat fan because they don't got a basketball team. And, you know, Miami Heat and UM, that's who I rock with down here. And, um, you know, uh, that's just how, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. My connection with Pittsburgh as far as that. And, um, you know, AB was a part of the Steelers. So that was dope. That, that's any one of the best receivers we ever had. Right. That was dope. That was dope. I mean, you know. I don't, but I don't really get starstruck. Like you know, like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you know, we're all human. So when he hit me up, it was a surprise. Don't get it twisted, because out of all people, I would have never thought he would have started doing music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was a surprise to me, but um, it caught me off guard a little bit. But other than that, it was just like you know, if you're gonna do it, I'm gonna help you. And we, you know, before COVID hit, we was doing good. We was doing great. He was about to go on tour. Wild, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that uh, it definitely has not been a blessing for the music community. But I'm glad to hear that you're doing well and everything, man. And I and I feel you on the on the starstruck. Uh, it was never. I feel like that's why we always were able to move in in different groups and like and and be able to network with people because I don't think we either of us ever had that. I think the most starstruck I've ever been, in all honesty, was when. I was meeting with you and Simi for the first time off the fact that it, it was clear to me that things were really going to, were starting to happen in my life. You know, like that was, that was a jumping, I think, and I'm sure you can relate, like the landmarks in life have been more of like a start. I'm like, damn, I'm really, I must be onto some shit if I'm meeting with people like this. You know what I mean? I'm sure you felt that way when Antonio Brown's in the room. You're like, all right, I'm, I'm really the shit. <laughs> Yeah, nah, man. I mean, listen, man. Gonna call the best, man. This song is what we do. Hell, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, man. That's also like on the point you've been emphasizing kind of all night the um, the importance of advice and uh, and and listening. And I wanted to know, could you think back and can you think of any of the most valuable lessons that you've been or the advice that you've been given? From anybody in music For music But also just from From wisdom From your time on earth Man you know Like you said We're all people So just any Any wisdom That you can That you can think of Um That's a good question I mean I I, I think that The thing with my dad When he told me You know A company is what you make It's kind of simple But it really sticks In my head To this day And um You know When, I, when I'm just chilling And I don't know. I always got to work. You know, I, I, I when COVID hit, you know, it kind of like stopped it. So it's a little weird right now, but like I always got to work, you know. So I kind of took a break from Instagram because, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to see anyone and what they doing because I can't do what I really want to do because, you know, COVID and we got a social distance. So I don't let the let that part drive me crazy because if I see other people working, I got to work. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that all came from my father. So that, those little simple words you said to me kind of like stuck with me to this day. Um, you know, uh, just just like uh, another thing, I'm in, a, I'm in a fraternity, a black fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma. And uh, Renegade's actually in that fraternity too. And he's actually my LB. We crossed the same time, same line. And, um, one of my frat brothers told me, like, you know, when I crossed, like, now that you're a Sigma, don't think that everyone that's a Sigma is going to be your brother. Like, we may all rep the same logo, but not everyone here, like, maybe 
in tune with each other. You feel me? Like, and that goes for anything in life, he told me. So, like, you could be working with someone and they might not be rocking with you. They might just be, like, hating on you, but they might be on your team. So you got to watch everything. Basically, what he was telling me, like, watch your surroundings, watch everything. Because, you know, no matter, even if someone's on the same team, which could be, which is a fucked up situation if mm-hmm. that does happen, mm-hmm. but it just opens your eyes up to, like, your surroundings. So he basically told me, like, just always keep an eye out because... You know, in a fraternity in college, like, you kind of, like, the popular guys and stuff like that. I didn't really get a chance to do that because as soon as we crossed, we signed to Cali. Like, we was with Cali. So, I didn't get a chance to do none of that. Probably, like, one semester and that was it. But um, I took that advice and I always watch what's around me. Um, you know, I mean, those two things, which is has nothing to do with music, those, those two things kind of stuck with me. And then on the music side... Like, what, what sticks to me right now is my boy Charlie Watt say, uh, hits don't catch corona, so got to keep working. That's a good thing. And, um, you know, I had people in the music industry tell me, you know, like, uh, you know, like Busta Rhymes gave me inspiration, talked to me about, like, you know, money and, like, you know, just don't be too big for any gig or anything, you know, take every opportunity, so... I learned that, you know, good words from him. And, um, you know, just stuff that Cal- I can't really say word for word, but, like, Khaled definitely had a lot of, like, quotes, memorable quotes, some memorable quotes that stuck with me. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, that's about it. A lot of it's self-inspiration. I get, I get a lot of my inspiration from me. That's awesome. Hey, listen, um, well, do you have any inspiration that you want to share from yourself that you've taught yourself? <laughs> uh, I just, I just, I just have the mentality like, you know, I can have anything I want if I work for it. So that's one side of thing. But another side of the mentality is like, you got to work for it. So you got to bust your ass to do it. You can't just be chilling, you know, but you got to be creative. So, you know, it's just inspiration from all angles to be creative, to, to keep pushing. I, I, I really get that from my father. So, I mean, that's what I really would say. I mean, honestly, it's self-inspiration because I don't look to others to like inspire me. I just know I got to do it. This is something I got to do. If I want to be, what, what inspires me to have the hottest label, I want Hits Only to be one of the hottest labels in the future, correct? Yeah, we just started, yeah. But, you know, I want to I wanna get up there, you know? Mm-hmm. We got good stuff already, what we've been doing, so let's take it to a whole nother level. I want to be like a TDE, a QC, you know what I'm saying? A, mm-hmm. a Rockefeller, like, I want to be like that. So even though we just started, we got a good deal. Now we looking for artists, we doing big things. But what inspired me to do that is just to be the best, so... It's just, I, it's just who I came around. I grew up like my father is very tough at working. He always wants to work. And when I came up on the music, it was like the same mentality with Khaled, Ross, and all that crew. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's the same same mentality. It's just work, 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 work. So I kind of was just like raised on it from like a kid and going into first thing into music and seeing that and how they operate. It just that's just what stuck into me. So that's what. I feel like that's just how I was raised. I love that, man. And it, and it's and it's inspiring right now just listening to it. So I appreciate you sharing it. 
and I, I already know hits only is going to be one of the biggest labels. You just you just manifested it as you have been with your work ethic, man. So I look forward to seeing where it takes you guys. Yeah, we got the beat to all the hot artists pull up. Yeah, hell yeah. No, I definitely will. We we, we definitely need to continue our conversations about music, man. And uh, I gotta I gotta show you some people I've been I've been listening to. I think you you guys might have something to work on together. Send them my way. Let me know. Will right. do, man. But, dude, thank you. I mean, shit. I definitely want to have you come back on um, because these, I just, there's so many questions that I don't have time to ask. But I know you're busy, man. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But thank you, man. I'm, I'm eternally grateful. Um, this is, this has been legendary. Any final thoughts? Anything people should look forward to, or any last, last. Uh... Nah, man. It's a pleasure. You know, I appreciate you for even thinking of me thinking of me you know to do the the interview i like what you got going on keep pushing and um you know keep growing and you know you're gonna do your thing too you know and i always support you you always got support for me so you know whatever you need i got you just reach out uh you need to go figure whatever let me know i try to make it happen we figure it out oh yeah yo you're a legend man i appreciate that anything you have in the works or anyone you want to shout out before we wrap it up uh, yeah, I want to shout out my boy, uh, Renegade, you know, that's my, that's my brother for life. Um, I want to shout out, you know, James Roseman and Charlie Watt, uh, Tina Davis, Godby, you know, shout out, um, you know, my hits only team, my boy Mozzie, uh, Junior, JR, uh, my boy Jalen, so, uh, you know, um, Shout out Cone, shout out Elijah from UK. Uh, shout out to my boy Jay Dino. That's 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 the dude that Tony Orchard that uh, gave me the opportunity to be great. And um, shit, shout out to everyone else who you know support us and 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 you know rep our stuff. So other than that, you know that's about it. Fuck yeah, man! That's the way to end it right there. For sure. Bump in the road, minor setback. I cannot forget that. You see me sell soft, I regret that. I carry the supply like a kid pack. And you ain't have to talk, you just stare back. You already know where my head at. I'm trying to get this bread, Jack. And really, I ain't trying to hear that. It's clear that. The shit a nigga talk about. I really done did that. I really done lived that. Well, you wouldn't want your kids at. You wouldn't want your crib back. Nigga, I can't even sit back without the strap. Nigga, I can't even relax without the pack. It's all on the line, nigga. I can't even fall back. I fell down, but I crawled back. Looking for the money, power, respect, all that. A true hustler, what you call that? Got me feeling like MF Doom on all caps. Look, told y'all, man. Fucked up. You put your money on the laws, man, they told y'all wrong. The one already sold y'all songs. Records from the heart that was hot like the stove still on. The herd dripping while it closed along. The frozen arm. Compliment the golden charms. I make chest moves on for some. I'm so nonchalant. 
all with the flick of the wrist Savage triple-double steals and assists It's like I'm running the point Oscar Robinson puffing his joint With 40s and 4 fives. That's a lot of points I write crime like Donald Goins Hustle for the coins Breaking down chicken tenderloins Money make a lot of shit null and void Life you can't avoid Keep it with me cause I'm paranoid Big Glock shots make a scary noise Keep it very poised Turn your group of men into scary boys